Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Stuff I Heard podcast. This is your host, Josh Peak, And today happens to be the 1st of August, 2020. Um, <clears throat> lots of stuff going on. There is a multitude of shows that are on many platforms right now that I'm excited about. I've talked about in the past, The Boys Season 2 coming up. Um, it is a series where there are quote-unquote superheroes with super flaws, and they are very flawed. I mean, just imagine the people that you know within your group and give them superpowers, and just imagine the things that they would do wrong with those powers. Now, in society, they've given them this label as being superheroes, but they're not exactly heroes, okay? So, I've talked about that coming up, but I forgot to mention the fact that season two of the Umbrella Academy is up, and I've been watching that, okay? I know this is sort of a beeline to the things that I was talking about, because I've been, I've been hyping up the boys for a while, but I totally forgot about the Umbrella Academy, okay? So Umbrella Academy, season one, um, there are several kids who are born on the same day, um, this guy adopts them, I guess you'd say, but it's like they come from outer space. He adopts them. There's going to be a weird time thing that flows into it because one of the kids, number five has this ability to time travel. They all have special abilities. <clears throat> he raised them as his kids. He taught them to be heroes and they work together as a group called the umbrella Academy. So, they save the day in season one, um, not necessarily because they were all heroes, but sort of one of them is the villain and they don't know it. Um, <clears throat> it's a very interesting show. It's a very interesting take on the idea. I'm loving the superhero stuff because it's all about the what ifs. What would you do if you had this ability? What would you do if, if you had unlimited ability? What would you accomplish? What would you achieve? What would you try to do? What would you fail to do? How could you fall short? And these characters' abilities are not like holy crap abilities per se. I mean, one guy is like super strong. You got to have that guy, right? One guy is super strong, but he can't do the thing that he wants to do. He can't, he can't love the girl he likes. He can't be sensitive like he likes. He's just strong. Okay. You got one guy who can, um, I don't know, he has some weird ability with knives where he can make knives do whatever he wants to. He can throw them and they can be manipulated and they can fly through the air and they can do all kinds of stuff. Um, sorry, my phone's giving me alerts. Let me turn my ringer off. <clears throat> um, you got one guy who can commune with the dead. He has some weird ability to talk to the dead. Um, you got one brother who's passed away, but somehow he can communicate with the guy who can communicate with the dead. And he also has superpowers. So he can unleash this octopus like thing that grows tentacles and can grab things and stuff like that. The guy who can talk to the dead can also raise the dead. Like once people started dying, he can bring them back to life in a battle and have them fight in the battle. Kind of a cool ability. None of them are like super holy cow kind of abilities. Um, you got one girl who can. She does this thing where she says, I heard a rumor, and then whatever she says, the person who heard it has to follow through with whatever she says. Kind of a, I mean, that can be a superpower, but it can also be pretty lame. I mean, all you need is some earplugs, and I mean, she's kind of not a big deal. Um, 
And you've also got a girl who has like a force of energy with her thoughts. Um, not to spoil it, but she's the bad guy in season one. She doesn't know she has any powers. Her powers have been suppressed because she's so powerful. And then when she unleashes the power, she kills the planet. Oops. Um, and you got one guy, one younger guy who can time travel. He doesn't know he can time travel until he does. And then when he does, he accidentally gets stuck in the future and he has to live 45 years in the post-apocalyptic age. So he's technically the eldest of the group, even though they were born on the same day. And when he time traveled back, he accidentally time traveled back as a baby. So (laughs) in this show, he's a young man. He looks like he's maybe 12 and he's supposedly the oldest of all of them. Um, they have a quote unquote father who is a, I mean, if you were to picture the typical, you know, X-Men universe kind of deal, he would be the Charles Xavier of the group, even though he's sort of a bad guy in season one, season two doesn't seem to be any different. He's still sort of the bad guy. Um, there is a mother involved. The mother in season one is an Android. Looks like a woman. It's not a woman is totally a machine. Season two, she's a real woman because they go back in time. Um, pretty interesting character. Uh, there is also a monkey who can talk in season one, who basically is the person who helped raise them. Season uh, two, the monkey's a baby. Kind of interesting take. They go back to the time where Kennedy is shot, and some of them want to stop Kennedy from being killed. Some of them uh, don't care. Some of them are fighting for civil rights uh, because there's a woman who's black. Um, This is during the time of civil rights becoming a thing. And they're all faced with sort of an unquestionable thing about what they do. When they went back in time to start off season one, they came across, they, they arrived at different times. One of them arrived in 1960, one in 61, 62, 63, 64, you get it. So they're scattered and they have to find each other. And there's kind of a weird thing that goes on with them where they try to find each other. And they all sort of pursue their life in different ways and, with or without direction, they don't come into contact with each other until five enters the group. Five enters last into the timeline. He sees the end of the world whenever he is injected into the timeline and he has to go back in time to stop it. And it's an interesting take on an interesting story and it allows the story to grow and, and, and flourish in a way where you wouldn't expect it. Also, um, there's a woman in it who she's in 13 reasons why she's in Grey's anatomy. I don't know her name. She sort of has like reddish hair. Um, interesting character, really good actress. She's in it. There's also a woman in it from the show Legion. Um, there's a lot of good characters in this, a lot of good character development. You, this is a show that you kind of want to pay attention to because there's a lot that goes on and every bit of it is entertaining. There's never like a lull where you're just like boring next. It's all sort of interesting in, in a very kooky way. It reminds me of a Susie and the Banshees uh, music video. Uh, but if they were to have like an action flick where, I don't know, the, the Matrix guys wrote the screenplay, <laughs> if that makes any sense. This is sort of a culmination of all those things to me. So anyway, very interesting show. Very cool to watch. Uh, again, I'm going to get to season two of The Boys eventually. But it's going to have to wait. Let me see if I can flip on a fan. I'm a little, I'm a little toasty in here. 
I got a little high today. Went to a pool with some friends and uh, hung out and uh, got a little toasty. We uh, we had some fun with an air conditioner. I know I mentioned this on the on the last podcast. Our air had gone out. We had a guy fix it, and it's uh it's working. Um, but it is the hottest time of the year, and we're struggling to keep up with the temperature. Um, I've talked to a guy about coming out Wednesday to uh, possibly put in some spray insulation up into the attic. Some of that uh, expanding foam, polyurethane type stuff. I'm not sure what it entails as far as cost or anything like that, but everybody I've talked to says that it's worth every penny, that it reduces your energy costs and it'll make your house way more efficient. And listen, I'm on board with all of that. That sounds like good stuff to me. Um, he's coming out Wednesday to give me an estimate, kind of talk to me about plans, things I could do, stuff like that. So I got that going on. I'm also watching season three now of the office. And I know I talked about it on the last episode about doing this mainly because of my brother and getting on board and how the Steve Carell character remind me a lot of a former employer and season three is more of that, but they've also interjected, a couple of characters that I know from other shows, um, Rashida Jones, she was on Parks and Rec. I loved her character on there. Uh, very, very pretty lady, very funny. Um, <clears throat> it's interesting how she feels that, that niche of an office employee in both circumstances. But she's also a character that you kind of bond to immediately. I mean, there's something about her character that you just go, oh, I do this girl. I I remember somebody like that that I worked with. I mean, it's not anything in particular that has to do with her personality or her character, but it's just something about her. You go, oh, yeah, I've I've worked with people like that. She's very familiar in a lot of ways. Um, also, Ed Helms is in it. You guys might remember Ed Helms from the National Lampoon's uh, remake of the Vacation Show. Uh, he was also in all of the Hangover movies. Um, he's the one with the face tattoo and so on and so forth, the dentist. Um, <clears throat> so watching the office gives me PTSD because it reminds me of a former employer and how awkward he is around people. And now he often says the wrong thing and he treats people in really in inappropriate ways. And it's hard to watch because of that, but there are a lot of funny moments. I even texted my brother this past week. I was like, okay, season three is pretty funny. Um, he's like, listen, by the time you get to season seven, you're going to be crying, laughing. And I'm like, that's, that's a bold statement. That's a, you know, crying, laughing. If I'm crying, laughing, that's going to be an interesting podcast because there's only, there's not been many times that I've been crying, laughing. Uh, most of them have to do with my buddy, Greg. He, He just has some weird ability to say things to my funny bone that gets me laughing in ways that I just haven't laughed uncontrollably ever. Um, <clears throat> one time in particular, he did decide, he, we had a karaoke set up for a weekend one time with our wives. And uh, I don't know why, but he did a uh, Nightmare on My Street karaoke song by Will Smith. And when it got to the part with Freddy, Freddy Krueger, he totally went full Freddy Krueger. And I, it just cracked me up in a way that I can't describe. I, I lost it. <laughs> I laughed till I hit, fell on the ground and kept laughing. Um, another time we were out doing karaoke and he goes, hey, why don't we just uh, 
take straight away out of the blue uh, stuff like, you know, fuck you, man. I can't, I can't believe you did that or something like that. And just out of the blue. And I don't know why, but it struck me as ex- extremely funny. And I was like, I'll do it. <laughs> and we, we both started texting him. <laughs> and he was like, what's wrong guys? What, what I do? <laughs> I don't know why, but it was funny. I can't explain it, but he has some weird shortcut to my brain. So this past week, listening to Bert Kreischer and Tom Segura on Two Bears, One Cave, they sort of did the same thing. They, they both have a short circuit version of how to make each other laugh. They um, were talking about the possibility of getting Warren Sapp on the podcast. And Bert did, of course, Bert, and the, Con- Bert the Conqueror back in the day on uh, the Travel Channel. And he had a day where he got to hang out with Warren Sapp and ride roller coasters down in Tampa. Now, Warren Sapp is a Hall of Fame uh, football player, and for whatever reason, they were able to get in touch with him, and he came out, and he rode roller coasters with Bert all day, and they had a great time. They actually talked about possibly making a show together because they had such a good time. They sort of pitched ideas about what they could do in the future with projects and stuff like that. So, Bert's kicked around this idea a good bit on podcasts in the past, and he was like, you know, I'm going to hit up Warren Sapp one day, and we're going to do this, or we're going to do that. And he sort of dragged his feet because he's got another thing going on and he just never had gotten around to it. Well, he reached out and asked Warren on the show this past week. He called him up. Warren answered and Warren said, hey, Brett. (laughs) So right off the bat, he calls him by the wrong name. Hey, Brett, what's up, man? (laughs) Which Tom immediately starts laughing at. And they talk about, you know, hey, we're just curious if you were interested in doing maybe a, a, you know, a football podcast and talk about football going on and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, man, I'm totally on board. Let's, let's do this thing. You know, we can get the, we can get the numbers right, man. We can, we can have a conversation. It'd be a lot of fun. And he just kept calling him Brett and Bert just went along with it. And then Tom introduced himself and he's like, yeah, what's up, John? And he starts calling him John. So it was John and Brett and, and Sap. So it's Two Bears, One Cave. And they're talking about coming out of the podcast, Two Bears, One Sap. Um, he went into great depth about things they could do with the football season coming up and quarantine and all this stuff and having him on as sort of a color commentator. And, you know, Bert was like, I, I really think we need to get somebody else on here. And Tom's friends with uh, a few other uh, football guys. And he was like, oh, I'll have so-and-so on and I'll have this guy on and it'll be a lot of fun. And I think that'll really happen. But on top of that, like it was a fun podcast because it was two friends making each other giggle and also talking to another guy who's a hall of fame football player about being on. And the other guy is extremely easy to talk to. Warren Sapp was a lot of fun. So they had that going on. Matter of fact, let me write that down. I don't want to forget to tag that. Um, They had that going on. And then meanwhile, they get off the phone with him. They start talking about how cool would it be to do a podcast with Warren Sapp? Um, Matter of fact, Tom even brings up uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson back when he played. He's like, "How was Dewey?" And he's like, "Man, he wasn't that good." <laughs> I guess, I guess they called him Dewey back in the day. And he's like, "Man, he wasn't that good." He got, you know, he, he may be a big deal now, but he wasn't that good back then. But you know, I think it's going to be a fun podcast whenever it comes out. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to be listening to it. I'm going to tell you guys about it. You're going to be like, "Oh God, I'm sick and tired of listening to this." Fine, whatever. It is what it is. This is the stuff I heard podcast. It's going to be stuff I heard. So. There you go. Um, <clears throat> but while they were discussing it, somehow Tom gets in a discussion about meeting Jennifer Aniston. And Bert buys it hook, line, and sinker. And 
he's like, wait, wait, you, you met Jennifer Aniston? Oh, yeah, yeah. And he goes in this long story about how he met Jennifer Aniston. And it was really weird. And she started talking about, you can call me Rachel. And he's like, what, you mean like the show? And he goes in this whole thing and it's all bullshit. It's so funny to listen to, but he gets to the end and he's like, you know, but seriously though, I mean, I think we could like do something with Jen in the future uh, because I, you know, I have had meetings with her to do movies and stuff like that. And I think this could be a possibility that we could be friends with her and, and they go back and forth with an idea and they pitch it on the show about, Hey Jen, if you want to hang out, like we could totally hang out. And at some point Tom's like, should we invite our wives? And Bert's like, no, why would we invite our wives or vice versa? I forget which, which, but then he goes, you know, she should probably come with somebody, you know, for protection <laughs> and so, something about him saying for protection, crack bird up so bad that he could, he could not stop laughing. I mean, it was seven minutes of him infectiously laughing. I was watching it with tears in my eyes, laughing at him laughing. Tom was laughing uncontrollably. Bert just kept saying for protection. <laughs> like what, 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 <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> just, I don't know why, but it just struck me as so funny. I was just like, Oh God, this is why I love Bert. Cause he spur of the moment or off the top of his head, whatever comes out of his mouth. I mean, it's on a hundred percent. Just, <sighs> Oh God, it was so good. It was so good. Um, I know a lot of people out there hate fun. They hate laughing, but if you like laughing and you like fun, check out this last week's episode of two bears, one cave. You're going to laugh. Um, so yeah, I feel like I have a lot to say and I'm already out of breath. I'm already out of steam. Um, I waited kind of late today to do this. This is Saturday, but it is, uh, 725 at night. So <clears throat> we uh, got up this morning and we started to work on a project together, me and my wife. We had ordered a new shower head for our shower. And this is one of those things that has like one of those square rain heads that goes above you. And it also has like an extension arm on the side where supposedly you can press, just press a button and immediately you have shower pointed at you and it's supposed to work really smooth. But in reality, it does not. In reality, um, the lever that you have to turn in order to change it from the rain head to the nozzle is too high for my wife to reach. My wife is under four, under, she's under five foot tall and she can't reach it. Matter of fact, I'm 5'8 and I can barely reach it. So whoever designed this was either A, a giant, or B, an idiot. Now, here's my job as the husband of the short lady, which is to figure out how to make this work so that she can use it like she intended. And I got to figure it out. Somehow I got to figure it out. I don't know how I'm going to do it. Um, I fought with it for several hours. And at a certain point, our friends, Dan and Lori, invited us over to go swim in the pool. And my wife goes, let's just leave this for later. We'll come back to it. And I was like, done, walking away. And I walked away from it. I just left it. I was like, I'll get back to it later. I don't care. It's so frustrating to know what you want to happen or, and to read the instructions. And the instructions are vaguely familiar with what you need to do. And it just doesn't seem to line up like you had hoped. You ever done that? So the idiot who built our shower put our initial nozzle that comes out of the wall about nine feet high, 
which is pretty doggone high to reach. Um, I'm vaguely saying nine feet high. I haven't measured it. It's probably more like seven because I can reach it from the ground. If I really reach on my tiptoes, I can reach where it's at. But with my wife being so short, I have to sort of accommodate it to be at her level. I mean, you want it to be user-friendly, but you also want full coverage, right? And I mean, to be honest, the big rain shower head is nice. It's, it's nice to have that much water come out. I used it when we got back from the shower. I, I had unattached the arm that has a sprayer on it, and I only had the rain head attached. And it was nice having a big rain head with all the little nozzles that are on it to cover all that area to wash you. Um, but I feel like I'm sort of selling myself short without the little sprayer, if you know what I mean. So it's like, okay, what can I do different to get this sprayer on there? And I'm not done with it. I'm, I'm still like brainstorming what I'm going to do. And I'll probably still be doing it in my sleep. I'm probably going to lay down and be thinking about ways I could replumb it or rework it to where it sprays on the right areas. But, you know, it's one of those things where you see it online. You think you know how it's going to work. You hope that the instructions give you enough information. But, I mean, to be honest, this thing has less instructions than I than an IKEA uh, instruction for anything. I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever bought anything from Ikea, but basically it comes with an Allen wrench and pictures and you just go, wait, this is supposed to go where? I mean, Ikea is famous for having the world's worst instructions ever. And this is pretty close to that. This is pretty awful. Um, luckily I've done a lot of this crap before and I kind of know that every little piece you put together has to have plumber's tape and every little piece has to be tightened down tight enough that it cinches, but not so tight that it ends up breaking the thing that you're tightening. So it is sort of a plug and play system of, you know, does this work? Does this not work? I hope this works. And I'm figuring it out. And I'm also making a video with my phone. Hopefully it'll come across the right way. I don't know if it will or not, but I'm going to give it a shot. So hopefully, fingers crossed, everything works out fine. So right now I just have the shower head. I don't have the little sprayer. When it does get up and running, I will tell you, hey, there's a video online. Check it out. And I'll have a full instructional video on how I did it. And you guys can look at it and be like, ooh, ah, great. But, you know, until then, it is what it is. Um, we do have a hurricane coming up the coast of Florida. Um, I saw on the news that there is a dry, arid air that is pushing it supposedly away from us, which is great. Us being here in South Carolina, we usually get a few hurricanes a year that threaten our coast. And normally for us here in Florence, about an hour from the coast, it results in a lot of heavy rain. Sometimes we have some trees down. Sometimes we have some shingles that blow up. You guys have seen my video about the Flex Seal. Uh, if you haven't, I have a video on YouTube called Flex Seal It Works. You'll see me upstairs during a hurricane spraying flat seal underneath the house of uh, the attic to stop it from flooding. Um, <clears throat> but this year, it's been pretty dry. It's been pretty uneventful. But we have an, uh, a storm coming up the coast, and it's something we got to keep our eye on. I don't think it's going to result in anything. Um, to me, it having a hurricane on the Southeast coast is perfect for us because it's sort of like, you know, it's sort of like hearing that your drunk uncle is going to show up on the weekend. You're like, he's coming. Uh, is he going to be drinking? Ah, oh, he's going to be drinking. 
I mean, all right, we'll get the kids to keep them busy. Maybe we can keep them outside. Uh, let's grill. Let's feed them outside. Yeah, that'll be fine. You know, you just sort of allow it, but you're like, I'm, I'm a little nervous. He's going to be out of line. Hopefully he won't tear up anything. That's how we feel about hurricanes. You know, we want it to stay outside. We don't want to tear up anything. If we got to throw the kids out there to have fun with it, okay, so be it. But it'll be fine. You know what I mean? Does that make any sense? Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, hopefully it'll be fine. Um, I do have an interview for a different job at the place I work on Tuesday. It's going to be a phone interview. So, if you're hearing this now, wish me luck. I hope everything works out okay. Uh, if it's meant to happen, it will. If it's not meant to happen, it won't. Um, Wednesday, the next podcast, I actually have an appointment for a guy to come out and give me a quote on spraying some of that, uh, expanding foam insulation up in the attic. I don't know if you guys ever seen this stuff. It's, it looks like styrofoam, but it's like polyurethane. You spray it on the rafters on the roof and then it, 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 when it contacts, it expands and it apparently makes your attic space very, very efficient. The guy told me that once he sprays this up there uh, on the hottest time of the year, your attic is only going to be about six degrees hotter than the inside of your house, which right now I'd be willing to wager it's probably 20 or 30 degrees hotter than inside my house. So it's going to really affect the way the house heats and cools. And I'm hoping that it's not going to be too expensive. I mean, I'm fingers crossed, you know, hoping I get a good estimate hoping I can get them in there, get them to spray it, and everything works out. He said, you know, normally what we do is we spray this in there and we vacuum out the old insulation. Well, I don't need it vacuumed out. First of all, that's an additional expense that's going to have to be spent, and I don't need it to be removed. I mean, it's not hurting anything being where it's at. Plus, let's just say that the attic is six degrees difference in the inside of the house. Well, there's another layer of protection keeping the temperature regulated even more being inside the house. So let's just leave it. I got no problem leaving it. It's probably more efficient to leave it. Plus, I got some flooring down in the attic. I don't want them to have to pull that stuff up. <sighs> so, yeah, that's it. That's all I got to say. Um, there is a lot going on right now in the news with you know mail-in ballots and voter crap and more politics and basketball starting up, both men and women's. Um, a lot of people kneeling for the national anthem and blah, blah, blah. It is what it is. Uh, this is politics. We're in, we're in an age of politics. This is, um, I don't know. If this were a different time period, it would be a, a moment where someone like Charles Dickens would write, it's the best of times, it's the worst of times. It's an age of enlightenment, it's an age of darkness. And so on and so forth. The Tale of Two Cities. If you don't know what it is, go read it. Um, so yeah, it, it's 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 a little chaotic. Uh, Bert Kreischer is on tour right now, Hot Summer Nights tour. Check out bertbertbert.com. He's going around and doing performances at drive-in movie theaters across the United States. I missed out on him being in Charlotte due to my own judgment. I didn't go. It was on Wednesday night, but apparently it was a huge hit, and lots of people went across the nation. And it's socially distanced and it's safe and it's fun and people have had a good time and there's videos online and I wish I'd have done it. <sighs> I totally missed out. I wish I'd have done it. If he comes back in the area, I'm going to watch him. 
Just saying that. I'm just throwing that out there. And that's it. I did watch a um, little youtube on some podcasts. Bert Kreischer interviewed a guy that he started comedy with years ago. Um, some guy. I don't know his name. <laughs> Apparently, when Bert went to go on stage, he had a beer in his hands, and the guy goes, I wouldn't do that if I were you. And he said, what? He goes, this is your first time doing comedy? He goes, yeah. He goes, if you start doing it now, you're never going to stop. He's like, okay. So he didn't drink on stage. He went up and did it sober. And he's like, I just, that stuck with me. Made sense. Um, I don't remember the guy's name. This is the stuff I heard podcast, not stuff I know. If you want that podcast, there's another one. You got to, you got to check the RSS feed on and go find that guy. But anyway, uh, thank you to everybody who listens and, and participates and gives me feedback. I did have some interesting writes this past week on people saying they were checking out the podcast and they enjoyed it. Thank you so much for the information and for the comments. Um, listen, I want to grow this thing. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just a, I'm just a guy. I'm just a dude, just like you, just figuring this crap out as I go along. And the only way to grow this thing is if we do it together. So if you've got feedback, if you've got some information, you want to help me out, you want to figure out how to grow this community, reach out to me. Let me know. We can only do it together, right? So um, thank you, everybody, for all of the comments. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the uh, shirts. I'm wearing one of the shirts right now. Appreciate it. Um, And that's it. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, share with your friends. And um, I'm going to try to get my wife to do another Stuff She Said podcast with her girlfriends. Uh, But that's it. And uh, take care. Love your neighbor. Love your friends. Be sure to talk to people that you don't know. Build your community. We grow through community. Politicians are not going to do this for you. It's up to us. All right? Y'all take care. And as always, cue the cat.